there's a big fireball just coming towards my face. <laughs> and I was petrified. I got given a second chance at life. You know, I nearly got my life taken away from me. I feel like that day was like quite a special day. I look back now, maybe resurrected me as a new woman. Maybe it brought me back as someone who I'm meant to be and who I'm destined to be rather than who I want to be. I'd go home and take like literally two, three, four days worth of medication. And I was on heavy medication at that point. I'd literally be asleep for a day or two. And I didn't, I just didn't want to wake up. <laughs> What's going on guys and welcome back to the Blue Tick Show. Opposite me today, we've got a burn survivor. Mm -hmm. Goes by the name Sophie Lee. I'm not sure if it's her real name or not, but that's what we're going with at the minute. <laughs> Sophie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I found you after going through your Instagram and just being shocked at what I saw. I looked at it and was like, wow, because that's all you can really say at the end of the day. You, until you read about it and actually mm -hmm. understand what happened to you, I was just like, didn't know what to say. I just looked, it's the first yeah. time I've looked at my phone and was just like, I wanted to know more straight away. Yeah. Hence why I reached out and got you on the show. Thank you for having me. And you know what? I think the story is so wild. Yeah. <laughs> like you wouldn't believe it until you see the visual of how well, bad the While we're talking, was. there's going to be pictures flowing around, yeah. flowing around over the screen. So you look and tell what I was so shocked at seeing. Yeah. I think until you actually see what a keloid tumor on the face looks like at full growth. Okay, Sophie, stop. Let's throw it back a little okay. bit. Okay, yeah? okay, okay. Start off, people will see the pictures and they're like, whoa, what's going on? Okay, don't, tell them, about, like, don't tell them about the tumor just yet. Okay. Let's take it back a little bit, yeah? So you was a fire breather. Yes. Very good at it. I mm -hmm. saw your videos. Thank you. It was all right. Can we get a job? No, not yet. Um, oh. Very, very good at it. <laughs> and you loved it? Yes. Something you wanted to do forever? It was definitely a passion of mine. And coming from the performing arts industry, I think one thing leads to another. And yeah. I think when you learn one skill, you want to learn another one. And for me, my niche was being a five performer. Um, and it just, yeah, it just became my whole life. And well, it definitely did become your whole life now. Mm. It's something that will be a part of your life for the rest of your life, no matter what. Forever. And just run us through the day where the incident happened. I want to hear that whole day. You woke up in the morning, you knew you had to perform. Where was you? What country? Where was it? Yes. So the date was April Fool's Day, 2018. Really? <laughs> like literally, really? I should have stayed in bed, You should, right? 100%. I know. Oh. Shit. But you know, everything happens for a reason. I know. And it was the day that Easter Sunday's first fallen on in a long, long time. Okay. So I feel like that day was like quite a special day because I feel like I look back now, maybe resurrected me as a new woman. Maybe it brought me back as someone who I'm meant to be and who I'm destined to be rather than who I want to be. Yeah. Um, so I woke up that day and I was actually really nervous. I was in Chicago. Nice. It was, yeah, love Chicago. Gorgeous. Never been. Oh. But I heard it's Big nice. Big up Chi-Town is the one. I heard it's nice. Yeah. But never been. Actually, I'm going to book a ticket right now and I'm going to go after this. Okay. Yes, that's I've got it. my case ready. You're, oh, yeah. She, she so. actually does. She wants to do it with a case. She's not actually joking. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I was really nervous actually that day yeah. because it was my first time being international and performing. I was at a charity event. So, for me, it was more about the experience. It was about, you know, having that kind of first glimpse of what being an international performer is like. How old was you? 22. Young girl. Mm, baby. Only really... 
really young still young girl wow um and yes i made sure that i checked my equipment made sure everything was safety checked over and over again lots of times and what is it so during the we have five performers here at the restaurant and every friday every saturday and wednesday and I always ask them, how do you not burn yourself? Like, because you've got hairs on your body, like there. Once you're doing a fire, you ain't got no hair or nowhere. Yeah. There's there's just no hair left. How can you check your equipment? So, in in making sure that when you. It's all clean. Yeah, like you use paraffin, and before you perform, you have to make sure excess paraffin is not on the sticks. Otherwise, when you swing your sticks or swing your equipment, the paraffin will go into the audience, which is absolute no. As you will know. <laughs> <laughs> and also checking that, you know, the environment in which you're performing in doesn't have any safety hazards, doesn't have any, you know, health and safety hazards such as things that can set on fire, you're near an audience or anything like that. Yeah. Just going for it all, making sure like the ceilings ain't too low, for example, yes. the leaves here, just to check, like make sure yeah. that everything is okay for you to perform. Yeah. Carry on. And I told them to turn off all the air vents. Or okay. the air conditioning. And why does it have to be turned off? Because the wind will blow. Okay. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly what happened. They didn't turn it off. They didn't turn it off at all? No. And Or they must have turned your... it back on. Someone must have turned it back on. I don't know. But when I checked it, it was off. And then it was on. So you're performing. And I blow the fire. It's my big finale. Yeah. And I just like peaked. I usually like close my eyes. Because once you blow the fire, it's out of your control, right? Yeah, it's, it's out. <laughs> yeah. Like a dragon. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and I opened my eyes a little bit and the fire, there's a big fireball just coming towards my face. <laughs> and I was petrified. But what? Well, I don't understand. So you've blown the fire, obviously the wind. Because the wind the, the, of blow, that. blown it back in your face, yeah. of course. And it set me on fire because obviously I'm going to have so excess you must paraffin have on me. all been on fire. Like yeah. You must have just been like literally... Up in flames. Yeah. That was me. Fuck. Yeah. Ow. You know, you know what the maddest thing is, yeah? You sit here in front of me with a smile on your face. You look beautiful, by the way. That I would you. never have known. I've had this conversation with you beforehand that any of that happened, especially after seeing the pictures of what actually the extent it was. Yeah. And you sit here with a smile on your face, making more jokes than any guest I've had on here. <laughs> Ready, tried to take over the show, and it's so amazing. Like genuinely, I know we're only about fucking five minutes in, but it's so it's so amazing how so, you get so many people who have who are survivors of other things, and they complain. Yeah, you just it's not face. Because I'm just, grateful. Yeah, you got to be. Like, I got given a second chance at life. You know, I nearly got my life taken away from me. Um, in fact, when I woke up in hospital in the ICU. I couldn't see, I couldn't breathe. I was on a breathing machine. I couldn't eat, I couldn't do anything. And that moment is a very heavy moment in my life that made me realise, you know, this is sink or swim. And at 22 years old, you're a little baby. You got your mom, yeah. mom and dad still together at that point? Yeah. Mom and dad are probably thinking... When you're 22, oh. all you want to do is be with your friends, look cute and go to the club. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And see how many shots you can take until you're sick. <laughs> I suppose so. If you want to put it like that, then it is what it is. Do you know what I mean? But like, you don't want to be thinking about. Well, you don't even come round to thinking about your whole life is going to no change. Way. Not at that age, anyway. No, no way. Yeah. So it, it it was crazy. When I woke up, I was wheeled into a like 
into a shower room, right? So they had to shower me. What? To rub, get off all the... The burn. The burnt skin, the burnt blood, the burnt hair, everything. And it was basically, it looked like a mortuary. It was like a slab, like a metal slab. And I had to sit, I was knelt on there. And there was an, I was naked. So I'm absolutely just so vulnerable and at this your point. your burns, are they head to toe? They're from the chest, chest here to like here. And my whole face was so swollen. Um, and at this point I was on fentanyl. Okay. That's how bad, that's stronger than heroin. So that's how bad the pain relief had to be. You know, it was just... It's not a joke, what you went through. Yeah. I I was just so out of it and just so dazed. When I was having my first shower, they were like, you know, okay, we need to scrub the burn. So they got this like scouring pad out and they had this like alcohol. And you was awake during all of this. They just done it while you were just like walking around. Well, I was knelt on this slab because they had to shower and me. And didn't you pass out? Well, yeah. No, no, this was like after, a few days later. Yeah, a few days later. Like a week later, whatever. But obviously when I went to the hospital, I just passed out. Yeah, of course. I just, you was goodbye. Gone. Yeah. Um, this is when I woke up. And then, yeah, they had to scrub the burn. And that m- moment of me seeing my hair leave me, my skin going down the drain, bits of blood going down the drain and the pain of scrubbing this yeah that's not a joke yeah and the fact that i was in the most vulnerable state of my life where someone has to do this and that that process had to happen every single day up in hospital so every day i'd have to have um a shower like that yeah so that pain is engraved in me and it's a memorable time in my life to know that you know you're shedding the old you and it's time to be a new you and a better you. The only thing I'll say on that, you must be one of the strongest women. <laughs> like, as in, nothing must phase you anymore because you've experienced the worst of the worst. Mm. L- look, to me, I wake up in the morning and i got a flat tyre. And I'm like, oh, fuck, my world's ending. Flat tyre like this. But when you've experienced what you've experienced, you must have... Some people can use it in a negative way and then just think, oh my God, this has scarred me for life. I can never be seen again. Mm. I can, I don't know. They can. I'm never going to find a boyfriend and stuff like that. But you've done the complete opposite. You've kind of just accepted it and said, all right, cool, it's part of my life. Let's, yeah. let's go. And I respect that so much because most people are the opposite, especially in our like, day and age yeah. now. A lot of people find it a lot easier just to hide away from their problems. You couldn't give a shit about your problems. Nah, because th- honestly... I'm just, like I said again, I'm grateful to be here. 100%. So everything that happens in my life is a blessing. And the fact that I can live and experience life to the fullest, how I'm meant to experience it with a grateful heart. Yeah. It means that it only attracts more. And now I'm in a position where I can give that love back to people. So people that are scared and have been through trauma and, you know, are healing from their trauma and they don't know how to you know the people who hurt the most need love the most it's crazy that's all i can say like i've looked at the pictures and i think from an interviewer someone who's talking to you now i've just got visions of the pictures in my head of what i saw and it's Mm. how have you gone from that to sit here in front of me looking how you look and having the confidence you have because that can affect someone for life you can sit there and think, oh my God. Because when you look in the mirror, you might still see what you saw then. It's very hard to look at yourself and you now do. And, be, and be happy. But so you're seeing me as an end product right now. Yeah. So let's delve into 
the dark products, the darkest times, <laughs> the not so good times. Listen, I had to cry my eyes out. Those points where I used to... Just give it a time scale. So obviously for people viewing, yeah. this happened in 2019, I believe, right? 2018. 2018, mm-hmm. sorry. And we're now 2023. Mm. When did you become the end product? As in, when did you... Do you know what Literally I mean? Literally around this past year. Okay, so it's only been if anything, I'm not the end product. I'm still taking... I still have to have chemo injections right now. So I'm on chemo. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. In my scar. So I don't know when I'll be an end product. But you're an end product in the vision of yourself in the sense as you can look in the mirror now and say, I'm happy. And I think yeah. that's nothing to do with your looks wise, but as a person, I'm you've at peace. Got, yeah. You've got, you've got one of the best energies I've ever had. Like genuinely, I'm not sitting here trying to bullshit you because I've got you on a podcast, but mm-hmm. from the minute I met you, I feel like I've known you months. I know. Like, it's just straight away. Me and you, you were just you, digs. You've we were digging each the, other. the shit out of me within the first five seconds of meeting you. And in my head, I'm thinking, I want to get deep and emotional with this girl and understand it. But it's kind of like your emotions are all happiness now. You've kind of just kind of, all right. And don't get it twisted. I can 100% say, I can imagine you've had some days where you were down in the dumps. Yeah. Like low. I can imagine you're human. Yeah. And I think those days have made me appreciate these days. Because without those days, I probably wouldn't even make it onto this podcast. I probably may not even be sat here right now. You know, um during that time when it was surgery and constantly be in and out of hospital and not knowing where I stand, where my health is, but then also seeing from the outside that my friends are stunning, beautiful, living life, going on holiday. They can be in the sun. I can't even be in the sun. You know, like th- things like that. That's why now when I wake up in the morning, I open the window and I just take a big <laughs> deep breath and I'm just like, another day. Yeah. But it's, it's, and what are the negatives that still have an effect on your life today? Because there must be, for example, you yeah. can't be in the sun. That's something that's... It's hard. Yeah, you want to go on Like, holiday. I'm still working towards that because the skin is so fresh. I have to, like, obviously do what I need to do, protect my skin, things like that. But there's some things that over time, like, for a few years, I couldn't go on holiday because, obviously, the sun's so intense. It's just, there's just no point, you know? Like It was more headache than it was even worth. You yeah. can enjoy yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I was in a place where I wasn't at peace. I wasn't body confident. I wasn't mentally strong and I still have those days now where you have yeah, down days because I think you do, you, you're human. Every down period that you have elevates you into a better period of positivity. No, 100%. And you appreciate that positivity so much more because you had such a shit time. When you have a shit time, you're like, yo, this is a shit <laughs> I don't want to go back to where yeah, that was. Yeah, this is... This ain't it. <laughs> but then when you live in, you're like, yeah. I'm living. Yeah, no, it's true. It is. It's 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 crazy how when you're in that, especially when you're having a bad look, we've all had bad times in our mm. life. Of course, yours might be really bad too. But I'd I'm, never take that away from someone else's, you no, know? 100%. Mm. And something down to just having, I don't know, not having a job, for example, could be the worst thing to someone in their life who's That's trying to support a whole family people, or whatever it, it is. It's Everyone's traumas affect people differently like you could have lost someone in your life and that loss of death may have just been the end of you yeah whereas for me i may have dealt with it differently everyone's traumas are so relevant and everyone's traumas are unique to them so i'll never take away and i'll never compare myself that's why i can only ever give advice mm-hmm. rather than be like well you know mine was really bad like yeah. i would never be like that because to me that was just a personal experience that was a learning lesson for me.
This video is sponsored by Cranbrook Law, an award-winning immigration law firm. Their talented solicitors can help when any struggles arise regarding immigration law. They can help get you the visas they need. They can help get you the staff you need from any other countries. As you can see, the website is on the screen right now. So if you need anything to do with immigration law, message Cranbrook Law and let them help you. Whether you're looking to obtain a sponsor license, receive advice and guidance in relation to compliance and our civil penalties, or take advantage of our know-how and experience across a broad range of business visas, our talented and dynamic immigration lawyers are available to speak to you. Telephone numbers on the screen, emails on the screen, and hit the link in the bio if you need any help and at the end of the day like you said that's your trauma that's you could have dealt with it like a tank and just said yeah. you know what fuck it and you have but there are some girls who have gone through the same thing i can imagine and they've it's wiped them out in the sense as they probably never wanted to leave their house again or there's girls who have you know some girls have got a, a little scar on their face and they don't want to leave because they don't feel comfortable that was me. Or... i used to have a spot <laughs> i'm like oh my goodness my whole social life down the drain that's it <laughs> never getting married might as well buy 10 cats now get me the clear seal get me the pseudoquim get me it's the whatever because i've got no life and it's, then this car happened uh, and i was like yeah scrap what i just said yesterday because uh, this is really bad give, give me that spot back I want yeah that just me I'll, I'll take the spot give me five of them you was in hospital they were scrubbing you yeah taking all the skin the hair off and i was just crying silent tears i literally looked up closed my eyes i felt the pain and it it's that pain that you feel in your heart, that you feel in your soul and your chest is so tight and all you just feel is like that deep, heavy. You're kind of numb, but not. Does that make sense? It's like, yeah, do you know when something really bad happens or like you had go through heartbreak? That was my heartbreak. My heart was breaking, honestly. And to have, it's like my identity go down the drain and then be wheeled back into my hospital bed and then I look in the mirror and I'm like, who the hell is that? Can't even recognize yourself. Yeah. And did your mom and dad find out about this? Like straight yeah. away? And they want, everyone wanted to fly out, but I just had to be by myself. I felt like that time was like rehabilitation for me. Could you talk at this point? Like, could you speak on the phone? Could you even, or was it just minimal like? I didn't have any words at this point. I just didn't want to, do you know when you just don't want to speak? You, don't. Kind of, you just want to deal with your problem by yourself. And when I'm ready to talk, I'll talk to you, that kind of thing. Yeah. I was processing it. So, and one day there was a priest that came to my room. Yeah. So that's not good, is it? And I'm not religious. I was staring this guy out. I was like, what do you want? So what was he here to like pray for you? Yeah. Okay. Pray for health, pray for strength. Um, and you know what? I'm so grateful to him. I'll never, ever forget what he said to me. He said to me, Sophie, I'm not here to push the word of God on you. I'm just here to remind you of your light. And the light is always within you. No matter how dim or bright you want to shine, the light is always within you. Right now, the, the light is quite dim and that's okay. But when that light shines bright, you're gonna understand and love the beauty of life. And like, that sticks with me now because the days where I just feel like I don't wanna shine that light, I just wanna be in my own bubble. You remember that one, that sentence he said to you. And that, I think little things like that are what play such a massive part in people's lives as well. Mm. Even just one little, you're going through hell. Like yeah. you're going through hell and that one little comment that man made, you're not religious, you don't really give a shit about this man talking to yeah, you. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck he is. But this one comment he made <laughs> stick is with me four years it. on, is still sticking with you and still giving Worth you a positive impact. Yeah. And I think little things like that, just like little touches where someone says something, you hear it, 
and then five years down the line, you're still living by that quote is mental because for you, it was a time where you was going through hell. And in your head, you would have probably asked everyone for help if you could. But I don't think you wanted anyone there. It was one of them things. It's one of those where you're like crying for help, but don't want to, don't want anyone to make a fuss of you. And I, I think just it was want more, to you like never probably away. wanted people to see you how you looked as well. Yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to go away. I wanted it to just go away. And at this point, all I wanted to do was sleep. All I wanted to just sleep <laughs> off. And I was just, oh, I was so heartbroken. But I also went through a period of, right, I'm sick of this pity party now. I'm sick of crying. Yeah. This is my life now. So what are we going to do about it? We're either going to go into a bottomless pit of misery, which I'm absolutely not down for, because that takes so much energy. Yeah, it does. Or I prove these people wrong, who doubted me and thought this was going to be my downfall. And... I rise from the ashes like a little fucking phoenix. And that was the choice that I wanted. And you've done it. You've done it. No one can take that away from you. Like, no, but it's true. I can't, I can't sit here and say, oh, yeah, you're, you're a survivor. You survived. How does mm. it feel surviving? Like, you've smashed it. You've turned one of the most negative things in the world someone could ever experience to something where, as stupid as it sounds, as stupid as it sounds, you probably think it's a blessing in disguise. As, as it was meant for me. Yeah, as mad and as painful as it probably is to accept shit, this kind of is a blessing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Because I don't think I, it's changed your appearance. Like, I think you look beautiful. I thank think you. I wouldn't have even known, like I said, but as a person, I can guarantee you're a hundred times more stronger now than you was before you this yeah. happened. Now, shit does not even phase me. Like, when I even tell you about how it affected my personal life, like, now, I appreciate people's energy and their connection and the vibe because I know I'm good for me. Like, yeah. I can hold myself down. So, when we sit at a table, you've got to match the energy. Not match the energy, match the table with things. Things don't bother me. Like, things are things. Cause, and things come and go. Yeah, when I was dying, this Louis Vuitton bag was not going to save no, my life. Nothing was going to save your life. Yeah, all the, mo me, all the money in like, the world weren't going to save your but life. What about this LV wash bag? I just bought it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, it's so true. The thing is, like, how did you cope regarding relationships? Like, I don't know your relationship life. Are you single in a relationship? Like, I'm so I'm not available. Okay. I'm, I'm single, but at the it's moment, exclusive. I'm so focused on me right so now. So you're single, but you're just you're in a relationship with yourself. Yeah. Okay. I took up celibacy. I took okay. it up twice. So when I first... I think every girl in 2023 right now is celibate, but it is what it is. I've had celibacy for two years. Okay. Nice. Good luck to you. Same. What are you laughing at? Same. You twitched. Yeah, I, I went... Twi I swear it didn't. I, I was winking at you. That's what it was. It was. I've been celibate two years as well. How can you tell me I've not? Guys, do you believe I've been celibate for two years? Is this April Fool's Day? It's going out. <laughs> no, it's, actually, it's actually the first of March. We're, we're a month late. Shocked. A month short. Yeah. A month. Yeah. So I, when I first had my accident, obviously I was not good mentally. I was not good physically. I was not just in the mind frame to date because I didn't feel good. Yeah. Um. So I became self-destructive. I became the party girl because I wanted to feel it. I wanted to feel accepted. I wanted to feel beautiful. I wanted to feel loved. 
But all in all, I was running away from myself. I was running away from my problems and it caused me to have even more mental health problems yep. because I was so fully the party girl. Everything was fine. And I think people, if anything, enabled that for me, which because they saw me in bandages, they just thought she just wants to live a life when really- You didn't really reflect on what had happened though either. You were so busy trying to get drunk, go out, party, 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 party. When in you bandages. Did, yeah, but when you did have that second to look in the mirror, you probably- Didn't want to look. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to look. Honestly, I did not want to look. I didn't want to face the reality of it. I didn't want to look. After I'd whatever, go out, whatever, I'd go home and take like literally two, three, four days worth of medication. And I was on heavy medication at that point. So I'd go, I'd literally be asleep for a day or two. And I didn't, I just didn't want to wake up. And was you living with mom and dad at this point? I was by, I was by myself. And that's even harder. As much as I love my own company, don't get it twisted. I love, I love going home, getting in, laying on my sofa and watching a movie and no one talks to me. Peace is the best yeah, thing in the world. But when you're, me. when you're going through shit, the pieces, you, the silence is so loud, it's, isn't it? Just dangerous. You sit it's there. deafening. And, and you're looking around thinking like, are the walls fucking coming in closer yeah. to me? Like, am I am I dying here? Is you it... feel like your whole world is collapsing in Literally. you. But then when you go out into public, it's a distraction. So when you come home, it's twice as worse. It's like me when I'm here at the restaurant and it's busy, flying night. Your vibe's in. And it's a good, good night. I go home and I'm, I want my peace and quiet. When I've had a bad day at work and it's like the worst thing ever... I go home and I'm like, oh my God, no one's even here. This is even worse now. Like, it's just, everything's worse. I'm talking about a restaurant. What you was dealing with. Life. Two different things. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's how people deal with it. Of course. And it, like it we said. It affects your whole being. Your whole body feels the stress. Yeah. Like, anxiety is... It's a real thing. Yeah, it's, a, it's the body going into stress. Your body is stressed, your body is under pressure, and your body is tense. You're not relaxed and you're not calm. When you've got anxiety, your chest is tight, right? You know, I don't know, I don't, just on that, I've done a podcast with someone and he said, anxiety and excited is the exact same, same. feeling. Because you're... Yeah, so it's the exact same feeling. The one's dopamine a, One's a negative and one's a positive. So he turned around to me and he goes, what I do, he goes, is whenever I get nervous, mm -hmm. he goes, I turn it into excitement. He goes, because it's the same thing. I've just got to now channel my head to think, okay, I'm excited. I'm not nervous. I'm really excited. And I thought, you know what? That's fucking smart. Like, if you can constantly channel the negatives into a good positive, yeah. who can stop you? That's you're, you're unstoppable. So, yeah, you're unstoppable. Thank you. <laughs> you're doing well. Thank you. I think from that, they were my dark times. Like, I was bad. Like, I didn't want to wake up. I was very suicidal. I was really depressed. I had severe anxiety, depression, and PTSD. And through that time, I was medicated. I was trying to self-medicate. I was trying to self-over-medicate. And I was running away from everything, mainly myself. I've got two questions for you. When we sit here and we talk about this, as much as me and you are having jokes and it's funny and it's whatever, how does it make you feel when you're sitting here re-talking about the biggest thing that's ever happened to your life? Does it upset you? Does it... It uh, empowers tell me. me. You don't get that. I feel like that now is just a phase of my life that brought me to here. If I was still coming out of it, then I think I'd have PTSD moments. I'd still be very scared to talk about it, but I had to hurt to heal. 100%. And I had to cry it out. I had to 
you know, really feel that hurt for me to be able to talk about it with pride and strength and with, you know, like surreal kind of, the fact that it even happened to me, I feel like, did that happen to me? Was that real? Because you must look in the mirror sometimes and do wonder. Like, did it I happen to me? That <laughs> but you probably wish it all was just a dream when you was, or a nightmare when but you yeah, were going through then. it. Well, this is what it was. I think when I was awake, I was wanting to party because I just wanted to get away from my living nightmare. So I'd just go to sleep or I'd just party because I wanted to just not be here. And then when it was time to be fully present, you bet your life I was, I was present and I was, wow, like hurting. And that hurt has brought me so much strength. So then now I know what to do in order to become better, elevate, you know, eliminate those doubts. Because I've already been there. It's a piece of piss now. Like, yeah. that's <laughs> right. Having an argument with someone, with, with someone to you is just like, huh, well, you've been arguing with me for go away. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what it must be like. Because, cool, if that's you, like, there's, cool. there's real problems in life. Oh, you're arguing with me because I, I didn't. Okay, yeah. see you later. Bye, get out of my life. But that's literally me. And, and even with celibacy, it's taught me about wanting more for myself than being indulged in sexual desires and lust. I'm not going to comment on that because, like... I don't know myself. Yeah, but guys and girls are wide different. That's why I would let's never... Not, let's not dive into that now. <laughs> oh, really? I'm quite like, I appreciate a man's power and I appreciate a woman's power. Yeah, but I don't I think... want to be better than you. I want to be respected by you. Yeah, you understand a man's power and you understand a woman's power. Yeah. 100% agreed. I'm not trying to be better than you. I'm trying to be respected by you. In I the same way I respect do, you. Do you know what it is? I'll be honest with you. And I like talking to females who are strong independent and driven and I believe that's that's you to a T and I think it's so hard nowadays when you're trying to be a man an actual man women find it very hard to accept and men also find it hard to accept when they find a strong woman because most men they can't they can't accept being with that's a woman ego who earns and pride 100%. we both have ego and pride and I listen to a a speech from a mm. man once and we're going off topic but anyway listen yeah. to a speech from a man once and i'm a very big i've got a massive ego my pride's through the roof mm. i believe i'm the dog's bollocks it's just me he says a quote that says you're gonna let your pride or ego get in the way for 30 seconds and it can affect your life for the rest of your life and i asked him i was like elaborate on that because like yeah you've said that but what's, what's that mean? mean and he turned around to me he goes god forbid let's say you're out on the street Man's really rude to you. You get out and hit him. Mm. Just to show you've got an ego. Show you're the bigger man. And he dies. You're now going to go and serve 25 years in prison just for that 30 seconds. Like, it worth and it? there's so many argue, like, even when you're arguing with your partner, you want to show you're more stubborn or you're, you've got a bigger ego. You're That's right, you're me, right. This, last, this whole journey taught me to cut the pride, cut the ego. Because I had to learn, like... The hard way. The hard way. Like... I'm not that. I need to not look for validation, hosting parties, trying to be this, trying to be that. I, like, it doesn't matter to me anymore. I'm validated within myself because I know what I can achieve. And I know that if I put my mind to something, I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm going to make sure that I get it. And I'm going to make sure I'm always going to be okay. So for me is, we both have masculine and feminine energy. Every man and woman has both those. Now for a woman, you know, when you're 
out being independent, you're stepping into your masculine energy so much. But when you find a man who is making you comfortable and feel safe within his masculine energy, that's when you truly flourish within your feminine energy. And that's when you nurture him and he kind of steps into his feminine energy because he cuts down on the- But then women and men, Mm. I'm not gonna sit here and just say men do it, but women tend to then take advantage of that situation. But that's where communication's key. If you can't communicate, then what do we Forget have? Forget about it, yeah. If there's no communication. I'm just... very I'm very vocal now. I didn't used to be. I used to be very big like, yes, 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 yes. Because I wanted to be the nice girl. Nice girl doesn't get you anywhere. Gets you nothing you want. Gets you there's nothing a quote that, that you says, want if, and everything that If you want to make everyone happy, go and sell ice creams. Yeah. That's it. That's, you're not going to do anything for yourself because you're too busy pleasing everyone else. And when I realized I had to cut down on my party people going out doing yeah. anything like that even love life to focus on me as a person i'm not good if i'm not good so i need to be a whole person for myself first before i can give that love to someone else and yeah. treat them you need to be the deserve. best version of yourself before you even accept anyone into your life yeah and i think that's the only fair way to say it is i'm not going to treat you with respect if i'm not treating myself with respect because it, <laughs> I'm not going to even yeah. be able to speak to you no, on that I, level. I can agree to that. But right? I think it takes a lot of, it take, that comes down to you going through what you've gone through and now humbling yourself and understanding yeah. that, you know what, I need to, if I want to have a success in anything in life, you can't walk around thinking that you are the shit. You can't. You can't. You're not going to get far. You're not going to, there's, there's always someone out there bigger and Bigger and better. Than younger funnier cuter harder yo, 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 slow down no one's funnier than me. <laughs> i'm jokes like i'm actually mad funny all right listen clown but i am not a clown <laughs> but people laugh with me not at me stop laughing at me <laughs> <laughs> um all right no listen let's now move it into a positive light yes so you the, go ahead sorry so you you, you no no go on no no you, you speak no 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 you speak I'm not speaking. That's I'm it. Not, I'm You're speak. the host here. Take the mic. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> no, so, in a more positive day, today's the 1st of March, mm -hmm. and you signed a deal. What's going on, guys? This video is being brought to you by Morris Andrew Solicitors. As you're all aware, we've done a season two all about crime. If you watch that all and you're in any situation like that and need help getting out of the situation, reach out to Morris Andrew Solicitors and see if it's something they can help you with. Remember, there's a defense for every offense. I'm working with La Roche-Posay, okay. which is under the L'Oreal brand for their skincare sector. Um, and I did a women empowerment speech with them today. And it was just such a great response because I feel like, you know, being able to uplift a team and see that they took something away from that. But also I learned something from that. I felt even more empowered that, you know, I was spreading good energy and helping people who may not want to say out loud that they're going through something, but you can yeah. tell the something's happening up here and they're taking it all in. And then afterwards they come to me in private and say, thank you this so much. This is what's going on. Like, yeah. yeah, and then they ask for advice as well, a lot of people. And I think everyone's an overthinker now. Yeah. The world, we, the, the generation we're in now, Everyone's Natural. thinking, am I working hard enough? Have I got enough money? Is my house big enough? Is Have I got a nice enough car? Yeah. Do I have enough followers on Instagram? Everyone overthinks about so stupid mad. shit. To me now, I'm just happy that I've got a roof over my head and my family are safe and my friends are in good health. You know, shall, like, I, shall I be honest with you? You know, most people who say that, I'd sit there and say, oh, you're just saying your sob story. Like, oh, you're so happy. But with you, you have to be. You kind of have to sit there in deep life and say, you know what? 
fucking lucky I'm even here. That's why when I wake up in the morning, I said before, I open the window and take a deep breath because at one point I couldn't take a deep breath. That's, yeah, and that alone is, that's a reason to wake up every day happy, no? When yeah. you wake up happy, you can't knock it. Well, that's it. Like, I think it's, like I said, it's so generic to say that. Like, I'm just grateful for this, this, this. <laughs> but for me, I literally am grateful for that because yeah. at one point I was like, <gasps> what day is it? Yeah, like, so to just have a breath of fresh air and be able to use all my senses, that is the gift of life. Yeah. Which I nearly we take lost. for granted every single day as well. Yeah, because you think it's a given privilege to yeah. breathe. It's a given privilege to see. It's a given privilege to eat. Well, actually, it's not. That is something that is so sacred and so precious because not everyone is born with that either. Yeah, that's true. So for me at 22 to live with full functioning everything, to have it taken away. At such a young age as well. Yeah. It's not like you've lived your life. That's your prime. That's when you're just literally about to... Right, peak. when you're just like... Ready to make the wait, wait for you, wait for what's coming, <laughs> and <laughs> then I was like, true. "Oh shit, this is what's coming." Fuck, that's what's coming. <laughs> yeah, we could sit here, and I, as much as I'd say, "Yeah, positive, let's put behind us." I think you've always got to keep the book of, po- of negatives there next to you to humble you, to just to remind all, and always you. remind you how far you've come. And I think it's you've got them. You've got them every morning. You wake up and you look in the mirror and you can go, "Okay, cool, this is where I am today," because you have your scars that are still there and they're visible for you to see you can see them more than anyone can see them mm-hmm. it's even me I had, a, I had a chip on my tooth yeah no one could ever see it but when I looked in the mirror you were like I was like my whole tooth like your whole absolute my whole, my, oh my, I, need have, I have no teeth <laughs> I have no teeth it's but I mean is in you look in the mirror and your scars your because I feel it as well it's like you when you feel your tooth you're like yeah. it's there yeah, 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 it's yeah. there yeah and it's it's, it's massive and, and the problem is though not the problem but the positive on it all is it's turned your whole life around. You went from being just a fire breather, you said you had your company and all that, but now you're absolutely smashing it. And I'm giving you credit because it's, it's credit where credit is due. You've sat here, you've just signed a new deal today with one of the biggest makeup brands in the world. It's like cosmetics brands. Cosmetics. Yeah, that have a medical sector, which I'm involved with. And, you know, they have so much globally. So, I don't, do you want you to think, is this man live? Like, <laughs> is this real? Someone pinch me. Yeah. It's weird because even though I don't have like a relationship, I don't have a kid or I don't have the, don't have the things that a 27 year old would want right now in terms of settling down and what you think is that version of success. I'm very alone right now. Yeah. But I'm just so happy and peaceful. You're content as well. I think that's the most important thing in the world is you're happy with where you are. I think a yeah. lot of people are so, I need to get there. I need to I need to be busy. I need to do that. I need four jobs instead of one. I need 10 sources of income with you. It's like, yeah. I'm happy I'm here. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful I'm here today. Yeah. Forget about the rest. This is all just bonuses. Yeah, and I think that's why I give 110 at everything I do because I want to make sure I've done it to the best because that chance, oh my God, like, me? Me? Yeah. Are you sure not them? <laughs> <laughs> me? No, it's, it's, it's mad and I think... That's just one of the things you're smashing at the mm-hmm. minute. You've signed with um, the L'Oreal. makeup brand, L'Oreal, yeah. the makeup brand. So we just did, brand. yeah, we did. Um, so I'm writing a book. I'm okay. an author. Yeah, my Katie book that I'm paying, paying four times the price for. Yeah. Yeah. I'd take a prepayment if that's okay. <laughs> of course. Of course you <laughs> would. would you expect anything less? <laughs> nothing less. <laughs> nothing at all less. So author. Yes. Signed with. Um. That's. 
done with Katie Piper's team in collaboration with her. Okay. So Katie Piper is also a survivor of trauma. She went through an acid attack. Yep. And with her, she reached out to me when I was in hospital. And she said, you know what? Thank you for sharing your story. I think you're strong. Great. And then when I came out of hospital, I actually started to work with her and her charity and other burns traumas. Well, trauma survivors and burn survivors. So like a year ago, she messaged me and she said, Soph, I want to start my first ever project and want to give you a platform in which you can share your story because you're one of the people that have influenced my life. And I was like, I've influenced you? Like, you sure? Yeah. I was like, me? But you're like, I can't. Like, you're an inspiration to me. Um, But let alone her, yeah? Sorry to interrupt you, but let alone her. Do you know how many hundreds of thousands of girls and guys you've inspired in life? And you may not know it. They... You might not, it might not even be to do with trauma. It could just be with mental health. It could be to do with positive energy. It could be with anything. You're scrolling through your Insta. Anyone who scrolls through your Insta is going to be like inspired or motivated to get up and better themselves because you look at where you was and you look at where you've become, like where you are now, and all it is is a a reality check. I need to do more. Like yeah. fuck me, this girl really lost t- her life. And she's still doing better than me. I need to do better. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's, it's, that's what yeah. it is. It's the truth. That's what I want for everyone. They're, I want everyone to win. And I want you to be the best version of yourself so you can be even better for those around you. Yeah. That was m- m- my way of thinking. That's why I did so much inner work. And now I'm ready to give that love and give that reassurance to people around me that, no, if you've got a dream, go and chase it. Dream yeah. big. Or dream the biggest, biggest dream ever. And go for it. Because that will be you. You can have that. You know, just don't give up. It's resilience. Once you have that resilience and you're ready to fight for what you want, you'll always get what you want. It may not be the journey that you expected, but you will always get there. Yeah. And it's it's crazy how people think, how, like, how she done it, how she done this, how she done that. But it's you just literally, like you said, resilience. You've just, that's it. You've I'm not taking deep. no for an answer. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not today, then in a year I'll do it. You know, but it's going to happen. It's getting done. Do you I, can't, like- I can't knock the mentality. It's amazing. I can't. And it's, I can't knock it. I can't. It's, and that's why you're you. doing so well for yourself now, though, in the sense as you clearly haven't taken no for an answer and you're here where you are today. And that it is what it is. It kind of, you're here. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. So, I mean, it's in your head, it's probably, the fuck's happening now? What's next? Like- I share this platform with two other amazing women. So, there's Ellie Goldstein. Yeah. Who's one of the first Down Syndrome models for Gucci. And nice. she also shoots with Adidas. She's incredible. Such a beautiful young girl. And she's done so well. To say that she had so many things against her. Yeah. She's come out on top, you know. Um, another girl is Livy Dean, who had retina eye cancer, I believe, and had an eye taken out. And now she's shot with, like, Dior. The likes of Dior, and she's just had a baby. She's so incredible, and I think there's such a slim chance of surviving that form of cancer. She had a really rare form of cancer. I think what's meant for you, no matter what gets in the way, is meant for you. Yeah, it's like, yours. It's, it's, and my mate always said to me, he goes, Mikey, what is actually meant for you in life, no one can take away from you. He goes, if it's meant for you to be the biggest podcast in the UK and a hundred other podcasts, because I was getting annoyed that so many other podcasts were opening up, and he goes, if it's meant for yours for to do, to do well, don't worry about no one else's. It will come to you. And it's like, I'm talking about a podcast, talking about eyes. Like, it, it's something that, you. to me, 
I'm not even grateful to have eyes. Like it's just you wake up in the morning. But do you know what I mean? You don't think you don't wake up in the morning and go, Oh, thanks God for giving me eyes today. Mm. But because it's never affected me, you wake up and say, Thank you, God, for giving me life today. Like yeah. you are so grateful for that. But me, because I've never experienced losing at that kind of way. Mm. But then you will find gratitude in different ways. Like you must have made losses within your business. Yeah. So now you're grateful for that choice because that choice that ultimately taught you a lesson, you won't do it again. Yeah, no, 100%. It does. Whereas for me, I don't have a fucking clue. So I'm yet to learn that lesson. So that will hurt me later on in life. Yeah, but I think that's why even down to me meeting you today, I'm going to go home and I'm going to be more grateful for life. Because it's true, you're going to be because I've met someone who has nearly lost their life and they're they're grateful for it. How the fuck am I not grateful for it? And I think it's around who you surround yourself with as well. You might not make business mistakes because you might have the best group of friends in the world who are multi-billionaires yeah. who can say, all right, no, Sophie, don't do that. He's gonna, he's trying to rob you mm. or he's trying to fuck you over there. Mm. Don't do that, that's taxed. Like, yeah, don't do this. It's all about having the right circle. And I think over time, building it, like even me, when I'm doing the podcast, I'm meeting up with people who criminals crazy yeah crazy life stories life stories it's making me see people from a whole completely different way what you see on instagram isn't what you see in real life no like at one point you know i had all these followers had a good platform but i was penniless because i had no income because i was not in good health so you've got the book coming out yeah you're doing so much like I, that's why I'm like I, want I don't to more. feel like, like I've done this. enough there's, I don't, I don't there's know so much going on in your life right now yeah you haven't got time to sit down and like, feel sorry for yourself you got 100 miles an hour today you're in London doing this yeah like, I, mess- I messaged you last week and I was no not even last Mon- oh when did I message you Sunday or Monday yeah I was like do you want to jump on? you were like oh in London this Wednesday do you want to do it and I was like sweet let's do I'm it. very like that let's get this done let's get this there. come on hurry up time is money <laughs> hurry up <laughs> we've all got the same 24 hours in one day um, so anyway so uh, <laughs> well I'm very like if not me someone else is going to take my slot so I'll they be nearly, first they nearly did today no they're not no they did remember I did tell you so now I speak in schools I speak in seminars colleges and schools um, yesterday I actually went to Leeds United Football Club I mean you get around yeah and I'm now part of the Leeds Foundation to work in schools and Congratulations. help, yeah, help with young kids and their mental health, and you know, teach them about resilience and that this is real life. This is what real life consists of, not what you see on Instagram. That yeah. isn't real. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, and I'm also collecting an award oh, on what? Saturday. What are you collecting an award for? An honorary woman. An honorary woman. Women's award. I like the way you said that. You're like, yeah, honorary woman. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put special guest today. We're an honorary woman. Thank you, guys. <laughs> and so, you can take that to the bank. <laughs> so you're busy. You've got a lot of shit going on in your life. Mm. Look, I can't knock it. You're doing it. You're not stopping. You're not taking no for an answer, like you said. What's So you're 27, you said, yeah? Three years till 30. The big three. We're going to be 30, flirty and thriving. Big three. <laughs> big three. No, oh, don't yeah? do that. I'm going to have to true. celebrate it here. Oh, deal done what is your goals you got three years what's your plan i know people re- usually do like a five-year plan but we ain't got time for that we only got three years my mission right now and i think my mission going forward in life is to change the world and i don't mean the whole world i mean just people's worlds if i affect someone's life and i help them make great 
choices the right like right choices that fit them and positive choices then that's my dream come true and for you i guess if you help more if you help one person that's more than enough if, if you that's my everything yeah. i would say that so much but that is literally true because i stick by that every single day that's my purpose it's like i didn't look for my purpose my purpose just found me definitely did yeah but i think it's it's crazy how you genuinely do just want to help people not even help but motivate and guide i just want to be a positive something. light because like i said the people who hurt the most need love the most and i know everyone's got a soft spot everyone's got those insecurities but everyone goes out the door with that armor with that sh- with that big shield around them because they want to protect themselves from the big wide world that's out to get them life ain't easy no life definitely isn't easy but i think it's just how you the mentality you go into each day with if you wake up with today's gonna be a good day it will be a good day yeah. if you wake up in a bad mood honestly the bed and it's oh i'm in a pissed off mood today you're gonna have a bad day Honestly, life's a bitch, so I don't need to be another bitch. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's a really good motto, you know. That's, a, I should, that's what I should start telling some girls. Yeah. Life's a bitch enough. Why are you being a bitch? Yeah, that, we don't need another do bitch. Do you reckon that'll go down well? Yeah, I back it. Yeah? Because I think me. that. Oh, sweet. About gonna, myself. So if I ever get in a relationship and she's being a bitch, I'm going to text her, add you to the group chat. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm like, so back it. I'm so back it. I'm dipping yeah, from that's that. What, I'm that's what I'll do. Yeah? <laughs> I'm going to dip I'll, from that. I'll do that. And I'll make sure it's a girl from Manchester so you know her as well. No, but that's what I say to myself. I'm like, why do I need to make someone else's <laughs> life harder when life's already fucking hard? Yeah, no, like, I, it doesn't need to be like that. I understand that. I can hear it. It's that. not that deep. No, it definitely isn't. I hear that. I hear that. People have got enough shit going on in the yeah. world. They don't need an extra bitch. Just tell me, like, communicate. Cool, if we can't do today, like, communicate. Tell me that. If you're going to be late, like I was late, okay, I'm here, but I'm making my way there. Yeah. No. Do you get what I mean? Rather than make... Not communicating makes the problem 20 times harder. 10 times worse. 100%. I can't, I can't say anything different. Communication's key in everything. Yeah. Everything, everything, everything. But... I think for you it's different because you've got a platform that can you can communicate with hundreds of thousands of people now and even down to when I saw your account I didn't I didn't know who you was mm. I'd seen it in newspapers before I remember when it was and I remember my mum showed me it yeah. she was like look at this da, da, da. so there's so many people out there who know you but don't know your know story me. yeah like I say a lot of people know me but they don't really know me that's and me I feel like I've got two people you know I've got so finally is sophie lee who's the performer who puts on that show who gets up and goes and then i've got soph sophie's the one that the little wants, cute baby yeah who wants to sit in and eat pasta and just <laughs> be in my hoodie and don't speak to me and gets really yeah. shy like that's the one you that don't get shy there's no way you're a shy person i am honestly the shyest person really? when i'm like that yeah right now i'm me i'm you're, I'm in, you're in character yeah I'm, in well character. i'm in Boss, I need to go get it mode. That's yeah. me. So I came as Sophie Lee because this is work, right? When I'm me and I just I'm stripped back, no makeup, no nothing, which is usually when I date someone, that's who they get. But don't you think it'll be amazing? Don't you think it'll be amazing for you to show your audience Soph? Yeah, that's why I'm starting to show her through because motivational speaking. Because I think that I makes turn a massive difference that. when People can look at you now and in there, and in some people's hide, you're hiding up your scars with your makeup. You're covering yourself. You're covering yourself. Whereas when you're your original self sitting there, like you said, in your hoodie and you're just your genuine self, don't get it twisted. Everyone can see that. You're not acting, but you're 
being there's a persona you're, yeah you're being bigger and but you're that's being, the same with like everyone you have to, if you go to a meeting I can't, I can't you're not going to be there like I can't sit here going yeah so so what is your day like you're going to be like Mikey sit the fuck up and talk to me like do you know what I mean you have yeah. to act up to the what's in front of you and I feel I feel like but for you because of your story if you did be Soph mm. and as much as you've probably never been her publicly it'll be so hard but I think that I think I'm starting to be her like when I go into schools that's her Okay. I've not come as the show. I've not come as the main event. I've come as someone who's come from trauma and who's here to make a change. And I think it makes a difference as well with the age groups you're talking to. When you're talking to 15, 16-year-old girls, you've got to kind of relate to them and be safe. Yeah. And talk to them on because a level. That is not real. That is not attainable in most people's their life. They're not seeing that as something that's like, oh, we can go to this, this, this. This has taken years to get here. Yeah. Years of hard work. So I need to strip it right back to the basics. Dream big, but start small. And that's the key to success. Resilience. And, and having that, that same vision and believing in it. But also humbling yourself enough to know that, shit, I, I got shit to do. It's all yeah. about having an equal balance of having an understanding of, I'm humble enough, but I know I've got to get shit done. Yeah. And I think you've mastered that. Thank you. And it's... It's something where I look at you and think, fuck me, this girl's doing that shit good. Like, I need to be like her. Like, you're so humble, you're so genuine, but people still know I'm the boss bitch kind of thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You've got it all I in one. I don't want to ever push that on someone. I just, I'll just do it and you can just see from my results. Yeah, if you're happy, if, if you like who I am, talk to me. If you don't, see you later. Yeah. Like, I'm not fussed. Yeah, either no. way, I'm going to go sleep yeah. and be grateful for life. Either way, I'm going to wake up, look out my window yeah. and go, yeah. <laughs> and happy. the air is still airing Literally. tomorrow yeah. and I'll still be smiling tomorrow That's so it is. honestly when I think about these problems they're not a me problem unless it's my behaviour that's, a f- caused, that's it. caused it then I need to take accountability but unless it's my behaviour then that's a you problem sorry respectfully I can't I can't disagree with you as much as I'd love to sit here and battle you about it. It's the truth. I'm firm but fair. As a woman, I'm strong within my beliefs, but also I'm fair within the circumstances. I'm never going to sit here and be like, yeah, but you've got to do it. You can't be this. You can't give up. You can't. Some people aren't at that, men- aren't at that stage in their life yeah, right now, true. even mentally, physically, or wherever. So I can only give you the best advice from one perspective, which is mine, where I had to start from nothing. And you can give advice. A lot of people believe it's instructions or it's a way to get better. That no was, one. Do you know that's my mum? My mum used to get so offended when I used to. I think because she, she's the older generation, right? Yeah. And she's an Asian woman. So, Asian family, they think they know the best. Yep. I used to ask her and she'd be like, well, why don't you do that then? And then, obviously, advice is to be taken or not. Yeah, it's, it's advice. I right. think a lot of people, though, mistake it for instructions. Like you said. And it's. It's not, it's not. I'm just giving you my. If you listen to me, just a thought. It, it isn't going to make you better. It might not. It might, but it might not. It's not. You can't then get mad at me. <laughs> I like. Well, why, why am I happy? You told me that if was I go my start mom. a business, I'm going to be happy. That was my mom. She's like, well, she comes to me for advice, and then she does her own thing. <laughs> and then my auntie goes, listen to what you've just said. She came to you for advice, and then she did her own thing. That's advice. good. She took it on board. She didn't want to do it. Yeah. Thanks. Great advice. Yeah. But I'm not interested. Advice? <laughs> no, it is. It's, What's that? That's what it is. And I think when you're... The difference with you, though, is when you are talking and you are telling, I think people do pick up it as... It's not even advice. It's more you telling a story. And if you want to 
take on board what I've done, mm-hmm. take it on board. Yeah. I'm here. I'm more than happy to help you. If you don't, don't. Ooh, it's I'm fine. Not no, gonna, I'm not going to judge you because you're yeah. taking it on board. I don't care. As long as you're happy, I'm happy. It. Yeah, like, that's literally care. me. Are you happy? Okay, cool. Leave me alone. Like, <laughs> I'm happy. That, and I think when you come to that place of peace where someone's energy and validation doesn't fuck with your peace, it is such a fucking nice place to be because you're just like... Sweet. And I think it's well, it makes me... Like, you were talking about my love life, right? Yeah. I don't think I've got the capacity for that right now. I think love to me is like a... It's a paradox. I love it, but hate it. Because I love love, but love hurts. <laughs> love can hurt. Yeah, love can hurt. If it's the wrong type of love. Yeah. But also, that passion is something that I've only ever put into myself. So to put all that into someone scares me because... But the, the good thing is for you though once you have finally come to a point in your life where you're happy with you're at your final self you're your yeah. best of yourself when you do find someone it, it can only be good because you're going to be the, unless you find someone who's hurt or needs healing or anything like that so if I started you, dating oh so you did yeah yeah yeah, yeah I started happened? dating you want to tell us the stories and it just made me realise and confirm that I don't need to date. I watch something on TikTok and basically nothing belongs to us. Only time and memories. Nothing is yours. When you do deep it, God forbid it. Me and you got together. You could pass away yeah. tomorrow. God forbid it. Yeah. Your body's not I even... Can't, I can't come and get your body out of thing and say, you're staying with me. Yeah, no. It's, it's gone. It's my gone. car. If I if I crash my car, it's gone. My phone. It, it don't belong to me. It can go at any given moment. Mm. And I think even down to your life isn't yours. It's not. It can go. I don't make decisions. I can't decide. You can when. see where it wants to go, but ultimately it's left here. I can guide it. I can yes. do my best to stay on a straight and good path. Yes. But if it's meant for me, it's meant for me. If I'm meant to live to X, mm. then I'm living to X. It's, it is what so it this is. This is what I think. Yeah, it hurt that may not have worked out or whatever, but also it confirmed to me that I've grown and I've like learned to love people at that time. And then, okay, we have to move on then. Yeah. But, you know, it's taught me that me giving my love is from a place of genuine, you know, unconditional value, not transactional value, because I've learned that I love myself more. Yeah. No, but it's, it's when you can love yourself more. That I have nothing to take from you. Yeah. It's, it's I've always said in a relationship, I, sh- it should, I should be the main course. And you should be my accessory. You should be my side dish. Not yeah. all these people. You're not a side. I, do you know what I say? If I, was, if I was to be with someone now, I'd always say to them, I don't want to be your first option. I want to be a second option. I want you to be your first option. Your goals, your dreams, your everything should be your first option. I should only ever be... An accessory. I should make your life better. Happy. I shouldn't affect your life. Yeah, I should just that's it. only enhance it. I should be... I don't know. How can I put it? I, I should be... The watch that goes on your wrist. Yeah, I should be that. Yeah, a factor of your life that is. You've got the main core yeah. pieces of your life. You've got the main dish. Yeah. You're the starter, or you're the side, or you're you're the dish that makes it. Even I want to be like the truffle fries, though. Of course you do. We'll have truffle, <laughs> we'll have truffle fries after. Um, <laughs> Not the side salad that's dry. None of our foods here dry. We'll give you some good food. Okay. Um, It it makes sense. All I can say is, at the end of the day, you've come to a point in your life where you're happy now, you're content. Life's getting better. You're not going to sit there and say, "My life's getting worse." Or it's it's. I don't think 
anything can make your life worse right now because you won't let it. No. It's, it's not really like, even if your train gets cancelled later, you're not really going to stress. You're going to be like, fuck. Oh, well, is what it is. Like, at least literally I can get a train that. tomorrow. It is what it is. Yeah, literally that. Do you know what I said to you? I was like, oh, I might actually get a hotel then if it doesn't thing. Yeah. Whereas I think before I'd be like, oh, and this is going wrong and this is going wrong and then yeah. I was late and then I was this and then I was... Blah, 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 blah. Whereas if I'm like this, I'm always going to be the best version of myself because I'm calm. When you're wound up, uptight, you are the most erratic version of yourself. Yeah. No one wants to be around that. Never. And you're not thinking straight. And, it, and it's, you don't realise how ungrateful you are until you do meet people like yourself. Like, like I said earlier, even down to you saying, oh, if you catch a train, you get a hotel. If I would get a flat tyre or... I'd, even down to if I need to put petrol in my car, I'd get annoyed. I'd be like, for fuck's sake. Oh, I've got to put, I'm lucky to have a car. I'm lucky to be able to get in my car. I'm lucky I've got legs in the morning to walk to the yeah. car. It's when you really deep life like that, then you can come to a point in life where you're just grateful. Great. That's and it. Nothing is going to phase you. You can't. It's. It's like I said before when I said to you, yeah, you've got a following. Yeah, you've got this. Yeah, you've got a platform. But I was penniless. I was in debt because yeah. I couldn't afford anything because I lost my job. I lost my identity, lost my job, no lost one everything. You. The no, job, yeah. job didn't say, oh, it's fine. Just, you know, we're going to pay you. I still. can't do, I can't, can't do five Yeah. So I had to appreciate having nothing and building from nothing. So now when I do have things. You're grateful as well. Yeah. Like, okay. And it makes cool. you understand the value of money as well. Whereas when you're in that young age and you're doing well for yourself, making good money. Yeah. You're spending, you're just living life, going with it. Yeah. This yeah. is fine. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. When you've understood what it's like to hold the pound coins and know that this is what this was hard and yeah this is all i have to my it's, name that's what it is and yeah it, it makes you understand now when you do earn a lot more money like from signing deals doing this doing that it's okay cool i need to look after this this isn't i don't just go and book a holiday now i don't go and buy a new bag i gotta build I, on this do you know what i always think and i always will think like this i need to still have that poverty mindset i still need to think that i am in i am I still need to think I've got that poor man's mindset and I don't want to be, you know, going doing silly things. If I can't afford it, Kanye said, if I can't afford it twice, or if you can't afford it twice, you can't afford it at all. 100%. I agree with that. I can't knock that. I agree with that. Mm. And that is the best mentality to have. You can't ever knock someone for having that mentality because as much as you can try and have that mentality, there's times where I want to go buy a new car. I might not be able to afford the car twice, but I want it. I'm getting it. Mm. And I think you just got to humble yourself. And my dad's always there to wind me in. Son, my dad's like that. It. Stop being dumb. You don't need to go and buy a new car. You don't need to go and buy a new pair of trainers. you got like 30 pairs of trainers. Chill out. Yeah. I'm not like that. It's hard as well, especially when you're surrounded by that world and you're involved in it. And Things. People around you Things. are doing well. And But it's, when you're around people who are successful and you're around people who are driving nice cars you might want the same you're like oh, yeah do you know what's one. driven me to get to this point i like being financially intimidated by people who are successful because it drives me to be financially on the same level like okay. i've never been jealous of someone doing better than me no i won't say jealous no, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm agreeing just that, but i mean is in i've always looked to people inspired well and thought most right, you're there yeah i'll see you soon this is me. Like, right, so when I sit on a table with people who are doing amazing, I think there's a reason I'm sat here. 100%. So one day, I want to be able to take the bill. I want to be able to check yeah. the bill. And that inspires me to get to that level. I want people to do better than me so that I can be with them the same. And it's... I've always thought, I've always said to myself, surround yourself with people who are doing better than you. Always. Because 
you, there's only a, you can't be the worst one forever. You're not going to be the lowest one in the room forever. There's going to be a day where you're going to overtake someone. You'll say, okay, now I'm the top dog. Do you know what I was me for a long time? When I went through the accident, obviously I was, I was the worst point in my life. So I was surrounded by people that were doing this, yeah. this, this. And I kept thinking, when's it my time? When's it my time? Is it my time yet? Now? But it comes. It and comes. And I think... It comes when you're grateful. Back then, I wouldn't have been grateful. I would have been reckless. I would have been poor because I wouldn't have spent yeah. money wisely. And I wouldn't have had gratitude for that success. No, I would have wanted I think it. It's, I've been there. I've experienced it. Young age, nice cars, living life, yeah. restaurant, whatever. Living a fancy lifestyle. And then it comes to a point where you lose it all. Due to your own stupidness. Yeah, you've got no one's blame for yourself. Really, it's just... Well, what, what did you, what, why did Can you I do refund th- for that meal? Because I need yeah, that. I need just, that for you in the pound. Do you know what I mean? It was just like, well, what, what the fuck did you go and do that for, Mikey? Yeah. And then now I'm better than where I was then. Hundred times better. And you spend your money differently now. It's not even that. But right? I, I look at myself and I think like, okay, I don't need. You want a new car? Chill out. You don't need. Like you can, have, you can buy it. Yeah. You know you can get it. Right. You don't need it. If I, it's if that I, right now. I don't drive. You know. I know that you call it drain. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm too driven to drive. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm a passenger princess yeah. because at one point, one, I don't need to, and two, it's expensive. Why do I need to pay for a car, pay for insurance when I live in the city centre, yeah. and I can't afford that? Because I want to spend that money in different things. I want to invest that back into something else. No, hundred percent. And it's it's just about having. You know, once I read a quote that said, "It's not your salary that makes you rich; it's your spending habits." Like, your mentality makes it's all here what you decide but people are earning a two grand a month and spending three grand a month yeah like, it, 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 that was me how is it <laughs> that was literally me before i even came into the bank i was like oh so i've got that much amount of spent. no the- you don't what is in your bank is what you have yeah. i'd be spending the paycheck before it comes and then yeah. i'd be paycheck to paycheck to paycheck That's- so i constantly think oh i'm constantly poor <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all, all you can say is everything happens for a reason, and that's mm-hmm. the mo- that's the under like that's my understanding from this story is everything in your life has happened for a reason, and it's built you into who you are today. You wouldn't change it, I don't think you would anyway, just from meeting you. As much as there's been days where you probably click your fingers and say, "I wish this never happened to me," I'd give all my deals, everything back, just to not have had what had happened to me happen mm-hmm. to me. It's built you into who you are, and it's what are you looking at? There's a fly. Oh, really? So you're just too busy looking at the fly? No, is, it just is he better looking at me? Is the fly yeah. better looking at me? I'm yeah. giving you a proper deep speech now. I'm, l- I'm listening. No, forget about it. It's okay, fine. you have my whole attention and nothing no. but my attention. No, it's fine. Forget about it. It's fine. <laughs> Pleasure having you on the show. Get off now. <laughs> no, honestly, it's genuinely what I'll say is the fact that you are grateful for life alone. What, what more is there to the story? People watching this, the only thing, question for you, people who are watching this, young youth who are struggling not not even youth it could be any age mm-hmm. what would be your message to them of course there's a message in the story itself but what is your message or your motto you live by be fearless right. because a lot of people fear themselves and that stops you from achieving all your dreams you don't fear other people you fear yourself because you fear that your own potential is not good enough yeah i respect that okay can't knock that Good piece of advice. Mm. Yeah. Well, if it scares you, it's good. Because comfortability is not good. Comfortability is lagging. Agreed. And I think even me, my best podcasts are done when it's with someone who 
not nervous. I don't get nervous on podcasts, but someone I'm... No, sure. no, genuinely. I don't, I've never been nervous in my life, but my best podcasts are done where, when I know the person, most of the time it's a shit podcast because I already know everything about them. Okay. Because it's just a bit more like, right, go on, bro, tell me. Oh, now you're like, oh. And I'm like, oh, I already really? knew that, but I've got to pretend like... Oh. Yeah. Whereas with you... I'm not uncomfortable to do a podcast with you, but... Are you trying to say I'm one of the best podcasts? (laughs) Slow down. Slow down. (laughs) No, your story genuinely is one of the best ones because it's a story which I've never had before, especially from a female, with the mindset you've got. So, yeah, in some sense, it is the best podcast. But I think every single one of my podcasts is the best podcast because of the story. Yeah. I can't... Your story in your head is the best story in the world. You've... the best story and the worst in your own upbringing but other people's story they're gonna think my story's my story's best as well everyone's got a good story i'm not here everyone to is you, you're all smashing it Leave right it everyone's good happy yeah. so don't ever doubt that don't mm. doubt yourself don't doubt your judgment because if not you then who yeah if you're not gonna go out and get it someone else is gonna take your prize and that prize is open for anyone's taking 100 percent well, on that note, mm-hmm. I think it was a pleasure having you on the Blue Tick thank Show. You. And thank you for coming on my show. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, make sure when your book is out, yes. you let me know. Yeah. So we can promote that so as well. So you can pay for it. I'm oh, just... yeah, and I've got to pay for the fucking book. <laughs> so I can obviously let people know about your book because I think there's plenty of people, even my mum included, who would love to read your story. Yes. Because whenever I'm doing a podcast, I send it into the group chat with all my family. Sent yours in and my mum was like, oh my God, I can't wait to listen. No Spare way. To you. And I think that alone... My mum's way older than us. I need to meet Mama Melon. Well, slow down. Slow down. Not like that. Obviously, she'd just <laughs> love me anyway. Listen, God. lovely having you on the show. Thank you for coming on. And I'll see you soon. Thank you.